Radio Daily for, oh, can you feel it? Can you just feel it? It's finally Frackin' Friday. What everyone's all excited about. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the 12th of May. We are the fine folks from GeekRadioDaily.com welcoming you to National Limerick Day. They're once with a podcaster with a microphone. Hey, the folks that are bringing the show to you today, um, the guy that's out there ready to get with some people and have fun this weekend, that there's podcasting for Sigfrid. Doesn't it get you kind of a, a, a shudder of electricity through you to be in the same room with me? And me? I'm the guy that just wants to have some fun. I'm the wonderful Billy Flynn. Do a barrel roll! A barrel roll I shall do. What happened on this fine day, sir? In 1816... George E. Clymer of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, begins manufacturing the first printing press invented in America, the Columbian Printing Press. 1885, Otmodern Morgenthaler is granted a U.S. patent for his linotype machine. It allows printers to set entire lines of lead type as slugs for printing, drastically simplifying justification. It includes keyboards to the typesetting process. 1930, the Adler Planetarium and Astronomical Museum is open to the public in Chicago, Illinois. It is America's first modern planetarium, and it was constructed by Max Adler, former vice president of Sears, Roebuck, and Company, at the cost of $1 million. (laughs) Remember when CEOs and executives used to do good things for people? 1934, Hans G. Lubzinski and Sidney Rota of EMI apply a patent on the Super Imatron Image Iconoscope Television Camera Tube, which I'm sure changed everything. (laughs) 1936, efficiency experts August Dvorak and William Dealey patent the Dvorak typewriter keyboard. 1937, BBC Television transmits the coronation procession of King George V.I. to an audience of 50,000, the first official broadcast from outdoors. The event marks the first use of a mobile television studio known as the Outside Broadcast Van, (laughs) driven by Al Franken's grandfather. (laughs) Wow, it's been just under a hundred years between coronations. Well, no, because there would have been one for the queen, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm American. <laughs> I fought a war so I don't have to care. <laughs> 1941, German engineer Konrad Zuss completes the Z3, the first fully automatic programmable computer. It's major advancement on its predecessor, such as a device designed by Charles Babbage. 1965, the Soviet spacecraft Luna 5 crashes on the moon. Or did it? Oh. <sighs> It was probably the fourth one. Yeah. 1984, Winston Smith writes in his diary, Freedom is the freedom to say two plus two equals four. If that is granted, all else fails. And Kyle Reese holds an officer at gunpoint to find out what year it is while wearing a homeless person's pants. Weird, I just ask people. <laughs> 1982, release 18 of the Infocom interactive fiction game Zork 2, The Wizard of Froboz is published. God, Zork was so... 1994, the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, approves the Advanced Technology Attachment ADA standard for connecting storage devices such as a hard disk and CD-ROM, which you know what it means, drives inside personal computers. 99, advanced tickets go on sale for Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Lucasfilm insists on a 12-ticket per customer limit. However, as a result, some advanced tickets will be sold by scalpers for as much as $100 each. I was in line. 
I waited uh, eight hours, yeah. ten hours, yeah. one of those two. Nintendo announces a new video game console codenamed Dolphin, built around a 400 megahertz copper microchip technology called Gecko, based on the PowerPC processor. Nintendo had formed an alliance with IBM. What did that become? GameCube. Oh. Keep the code names. They're so much better. I, I was fine with GameCube. Yeah. Calling that the Dolphin would have been weird, but... Calling the Wii the revolution? Ride the dolphin, baby. Ride the dolphin. 2000, Warner Brothers releases the science fiction film Battlefield Earth, directed by Roger Christian and starring John Travolta, Barry Pepper, Forrest Whitaker, and Kim Coates. The film is an adaptation of the novel Battlefield Earth by L. Ron Hubbard and, of course, will be a notorious commercial and critical disaster. However, will serve as a fantastic propaganda film for Scientology. Every scene change opens from the middle outward like they do in Star Wars. Every scene change does. Every one. But one time, there's a scene change where doors actually open that way. And it's like, the movie's stupid, but I really wanted to believe in you for a second. <laughs> 2003. It did, the, it did good with colors. The bride tries to kill Bud, but is buried in a coffin. Ellie Driver kills Bud and is then killed by the bride, who has escaped the coffin. Spoilers. 2004, the Webby Awards are announced. Winners for the 2004 Webby Awards include Best Practices Google, <laughs> Commerce iTunes Music Store, <laughs> Community Wikipedia, <laughs> and Humor The Onion. Oh, no, that makes sense. At a conference at the University of California, Zahi Hwas, the president of Egypt's Supreme Council of Antiquities, announces the discovery of a series of structures over a thousand years old that archaeologists believe to be the world's first university, the Library of Alexandria. 2005, in a televised special hosted by Elijah Wood on MTV in the U.S., Microsoft unveils the Xbox 360 video game console. So in 1996, that would have been the Nintendo 64 with Jason Priestley. Ooh. 2006, <laughs> the BBC reports on a study that reveals that the search terms LimeWire and LimeWire were among those most likely to return links to malware from internet search engines. 2008, Google announces on its Latlog blog that it will begin testing a face-blurring algorithm in Google Street View photos in Manhattan. The algorithm, which searches Google's image database for faces and automatically blurs them, is a result of years of research. And 2009, NASA astronaut Michael J. Massimino becomes the first person to ever use Twitter from space. His tweet reads, From orbit, launch was awesome. I'm feeling great, working hard, and enjoying the magnificent views. The adventure of a lifetime has begun. Those are kind of like quotes from like an 80s power ballad. Birthdays? Emily Van Camp is 37. Brothers and sisters revenge Sharon Carter on Captain America. Malin Ackerman is 45 from Harold and Camargo to White Castle. Watchmen, rock of ages. She's a really funny gal but and talented and everything, but even her naked could not save that scene from Watchmen because they used the wrong version of Hallelujah. My God. Jason Biggs is 45. He was Jim in American Pie. Leonardo in, the, in one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Could be the current one. Who knows? There's so many. Orange is the new black. And of course, hey, isn't it that five? <laughs> Samantha Smith, this is 53 from Pump Up the Volume. Broken Arrow, American Psycho. Kim Fields is 54. Tootie on Facts of Life and uh, was one of my early crushes on Living Single. Tony Hawk is 55. A pro skater, dude. Is he? I know he looks like one. Stephen Baldwin is 57 from Threesome, Usual Suspects, Biodome, Biodome <laughs> The Young Riders, 
Vanessa A. Williams is 60 from Candyman. Melrose plays Soul Food. Emilio Estevez is 61 from Breakfast Club, Young Guns, Maximum Overdrive, and Young Guns 2. Bruce McCullough is 63 from Kids in the Hall. Ah, Bruce McCullough. A fantastic album uh, back in the day. Ving Rhames is 64 from Pulp Fiction, Striptease, Mission Impossible, Kojak. Homer J. Simpson is 67, a Springfield resident and nuclear technician. I think he's had about as many jobs as Barbie at this point. Basically. Gabriel Byrne is 73 from The Usual Suspects, Miller's Crossing, and Treban, and played a pretty darn good version of the devil in, I think, that Schwarzenegger. Oh, uh, yeah. Bruce Boxleitner 73 from Tron, Tron Legacy, and of course, Bring Him Back Alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scarecrow, Mrs. King, and most of the Gambler movies. We've also got Millie Perkins. She's 85. Anne Frank and Diary of Anne Frank. Two Moon Junction and Knott's Landing. No longer with us. Blue's Day in 1907. Catherine Hepburn. Philadelphia Story. African Queen. Rooster Cogburn. 1918. Julius Rosenberg. Executed for passing secrets to the Russians. <laughs> Remember when we used to do that? Now we just elect them to Congress. I learned about that from a Joe Piscopo album. 1925. Yogi Berra. Baseball legend and philosopher. 90% of it is half mental. When you come to the fork of the road, take it. Genius or moron? Fine line, ladies and gentlemen. 1930, Jesus Franco. From the awful Dr. Orloff, The Brides of Dracula, and Revenge of the Alligator Woman. 1937, George Carlin. Mm. I mean, he would know what to say. Not at me. Well, he'd probably tell you about the rules of the road. On CBS, we've got SWAT. A private firefighting company starts a backfire to protect a high-end winery. But it soon grows out of control, and the team is forced to step in on a new fire country and a new blue blood. I mean, I, I can follow the rules. I, I I live by the by the book. ABC Game Seven and Eight of Jeopardy Masters 2020. NBC, that's my jam. Hell yeah! Dateline Galaxy Broadcasting System. Fox WWE Friday Night SmackDown. Brother, CW has rerun of Penitentiary Rules. Oh. AMC has cast away. I always have to stress that because it's cast away. Uh, FX has Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man <laughs> Homecoming. FX has Simpsons, but mostly Bob's Burgers Marathon. I'm sorry. Spider-Man <laughs> Homecoming. Uh, F- <laughs> you that. Uh, FXM has True Lies. That's oh, good I one. thought that got canceled. MTV's the grand oh. finale still of RuPaul's Drag Race. BBC America has The Last Stand. Paramount is showing Titanic. I think I know how it ends. <laughs> Siffy has a good uh, double team with The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. TBS, not so much in my opinion, because it's Fast Five and Furious 7. What? No six? Those two were back-to-back sequels. Yeah, that's weird. TNT has the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs. And I hear everybody now going, no, according to their timeline, shot if I know, I know. Tokyo Drift, Science Channel, Black Clouds, Files, whatever. We're going to watch the Lifetime Movie Network. Two teenage best friends find themselves enjoying their youth, but their lives are turned upside down when they both concurrently become pregnant, which causes huge problems and suspicions to arrive within their friendships. Rachel G. Whittle and Wynn Rackert star in The Pregnancy Promise. The wonderful Billy Flynn looks at what Chad and Abby are up to now. If you know what TV show they're on this week, you could win yourself a prize. 
It's your further adventures of Chad and Abby update. Chad got to the hospital, but people kind of figured out he would try, so now... So now, he's trapped by FBI agents and has to find a way out of the situation. And that's just going to put him and Abby on the run again. That's right, it's a never-ending balmy-dogging, scorching-shadowing, parching-stalking. Hashtag Chabby. Forever. No blasted letters today! I mean, I know I saw some entries earlier. It's a couple more people joining the Jared Club. Yay! But overall, actual message, not so much. Then again, I haven't checked in a bit, and I'm sorry about that. So if you'd like to yell at me and say that I should check more often, by all means, please do. It's podcast at geekradiodaily.com. Or, of course, the voicemail text message option are available with these numbers. 510-GRD-CURL. Billy can't think of a thing to say. I can't. Hi, I'm Terry J. Allman, host of Video Fuzzy, a media-centric nostalgia bomb currently working through thousands of DVD transfers from VHS tapes of television you may remember fondly, or not, as well as current recordings, cross-connections, and comments along the way. Find my blog at videofuzzy.blogspot.com and my Video Fuzzy podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For Video Fuzzy, I'm Terry J. Allman. Happy viewing. It might be amazing, it might just be sketchy, and we'll find out together on Video Fuzzy. It's Friday night, and I swear the toilet was full of guacamole when I bought it. Come play Jackbox games with Geek Radio Daily, and maybe Flynn will ring the bell. Yeah, because, you know, we're going to be playing tonight. Come join us. It'll be fun. Talk to us, Facebook or wherever, and figure out how. We'll make it happen. It's a good thing. I got an idea for a movie. Doesn't everybody? Sure. Look what's out. Well, in limited release, we've got a biopic on the business relationship between BlackBerry co-finders Mike Lazaridis and Jim Balsinlili, Glenn Howerton, Carrie Elwes, and Michael Ironside star in BlackBerry. Dude, Glenn Howerton is like so different. Nationwide release. The four best friends take their book club to Italy for the fun girls trip they never had. When things go off the rails and secrets are revealed, their relaxing vacation turns into a once-in-a-lifetime cross-country adventure. Diane Keaton, Bill Holderman, Andy Garcia star in book club, the next chapter. A detective becomes entangled in a mystery involving his missing daughter in a secret government program while investigating a string of reality-bending crimes. Ben Affleck and Alice Braga star in Hypnotic. When a headstrong street orphan, Celia, in search of his abducted sister unwittingly taps into hidden powers, he discovers he might be the only person alive who can protect a reincarnated goddess sent to watch over humanity. Mackenyu, Famke Jansen, and Mark Diskaskis star in Knights of the Zodiac. Look, I'm not making any jokes about Spengali's 